she called no she called him and said she was outside and he said well i'm working out right now and she left it alone i wouldn't have i would have said get off the treadmill or whatever it is that you're doing and come get these groceries now i now you want to call i don't categorize that as not masculine i said that's pure laziness everybody you already know what time it is it's your girl nikki the oldest sister i'm the younger sister jackie and this is relax relate debrief listen before we get started with anything anywhere if you are watching this channel need you to go ahead and hit that like button then after that go on and hit that subscribe button and then listen if you want to keep getting notifications because we dropping videos every week boom boom i want you to go ahead and hit that bell so you can get the notifications when we drop it. Listen, we appreciate you, everybody that's been rocking with us since the beginning. For those of you that's coming in, uh, coming along, let me introduce you to our channel. We are two real life sisters here. Real just, life. Real life sisters here to just talk about everyday life events. And right now we're currently reviewing, reviewing Married at First Sight, but we'll be doing some other stuff too. So, but we've just been rocking with Married at First Sight for now. And, um, they are currently on season 16, and this would be episode 14 that we have just watched. Uh, and we literally just watched it. I watched it today. Uh, and so, um, listen, you don't have to watch the show to listen to us. Uh, all we're going to do is just talk about what happened on the show and our thoughts to go along with it. And listen, we're going to throw a little few jokes in there about ourselves, some stories and things like that to make it all fun. This is a fun channel. We invite you to have fun with us. Listen, if you have something you want us to discuss or you want to add because you watch the show, make sure you drop something in the comments. I promise you we'll, we will shout you out. We'll read them and respond. With that being yeah. said, let's get into this most recent episode 16. So, I mean 16, <laughs> 14, y'all. Excuse me. Uh, so... <laughs> In this um, episode, we uh, see that the couples go and they speak with one of the experts um, who I think she was last last week. And I would like to pause and say, um, I know we talked about Devon Franklin. Sorry. Apparently, he's a guest expert. Yeah, he'll be back next week. He'll be back next week for a guest spot. So I got a microphone y'all can see. I'm just trying to make sure it doesn't muffle on y'all. It, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> huh? It doesn't. You're good. You're good. Sweep, sweep, sweep. We don't need all yes, that. Yes, Franklin will be back next week. Yes, he will be back next week. And I believe this expert that was on this week, I can't remember her name. Dr. Pia. Pia. She was on last week as well. Last year, uh, year as well. Last season, excuse me, as well. Yeah. Um, so they're talking with Dr. Pia about intimacy and um how they are get, how they are expressing intimacy in a relationship, whether they need help, or, you know, or where where they can improve it. And so we are going to start with our first couple, um, Jasmine and Eris. You go ahead and start us out. I would like to start by letting you all know I have a hair appointment tomorrow. So I am very happy about that. <laughs> so we don't have to keep seeing <laughs> slicked back mess anymore. <laughs> um, shout out to Carla. She was out of town and I cannot <laughs> wait to get my hair done because I'm tired of this. So Jasmine and Eris. <laughs> Just make y'all are family, so some things I just would like to share with you, okay? Make it known. Just in case y'all looking like, girl, I know, I know. But um, so with Jasmine and Aries, I wrote down a couple of things. Um, and I was reviewing my notes. Okay. And you know, I was happy that Jasmine, when Dr. Pia came in and Dr. Pia's job, so to speak, um, appeared that she was coming in specifically to talk about intimacy, what level they're at with intimacy, and if they're at a level that seems like they should be further along, or if there's no intimacy, because there's several couples where there's no intimacy going on. Um, she was trying to get them to understand why that barrier is there and make sure that it's not something rooted in more if it is there. 
Mm-hmm. So with Jasmine and Eris, um, Jasmine was honest. She let Dr. Pia know when Dr. Pia asked her, was she satisfied? She said no. Uh, she said that Eris friend zoned her on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And I said, go, Jasmine, go. And she said that um, she didn't come on here to make a friend. She's, she came on here to be married. Um, and she's married. And she does not feel like her husband meets her, uh, not just intimate, intimately. He doesn't meet her emotionally. He doesn't meet her anywhere in this marriage other than trying to be her friend. Mm-hmm. So she called that out, which I was happy that she did because I just, as I've said week after week, I just think that Jasmine deserves somebody who's really in it for her. I think that she deserves somebody, she just deserves somebody better. Um, Eris, one of the things that I I thought was weird, and I don't know, maybe somebody can help me understand this, was I didn't understand how when Doc, when she was asking about, Eris was saying that he felt like, you know, on our last, um, what is that? Our last thing, what is it that the experts Exercise, did? give them exercise. exercises. Yeah. The last exercise that Dr. Um, Pepper gave us to do. Is that Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Oh. Not, <laughs> Not slight amnesia. <laughs> I mean, just all over the place. Boom, boom. So Dr. Pepper, he was like, oh, the last exercise, like I sat there for two hours. I was opening up emotionally and blah, 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 whatever. And she was like, so did you feel like, she said to Jasmine, so did you feel like you were opening up emotionally? And Jasmine was like, yeah, like basically I gave him what I could based off of what I know. And so when she kind of went in on, when Jasmine was telling Dr. Pia exactly where she stood and why she feels the way she feels, and she kind of went in on Eris, like, you friends on me, this isn't a marriage, and I don't necessarily feel like emotionally safe, all of this stuff. Um, Dr. Pia said to Eris, like, so how do you feel like hearing all of that? And he was like, actually, like, it was good to hear. And then Dr. Pia was like, okay, so you got to be like aggressive with him. That's what like turns him on. I was like, what? I didn't get that. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, what? I was like, you think that that made him all of a sudden like her? Did you gather that? I don't I'm think kinda... she meant that he all of a sudden liked her, but I guess she was trying to point out that that's his style. Like that's, you know, how he, re- you want to get a response out of him. You want to, you need to be aggressive, but I don't know that I believe that either, to be honest with you. It just felt I like think he, that he was, was like, yeah, no. But I think was... that I was more upset that she didn't understand that Jasmine was saying that her husband has been telling her that he is not attracted to her. Attracted to her. So why do you, I was like, Dr. where are you coming from? Are you not reading the notes? <laughs> no. Did you she not read... I was like, I didn't understand that. Like, or read the room. Read the... It doesn't matter what turns him on. He doesn't like Jasmine. I, I don't know. That annoyed me because I was like, because then I just felt like it was somehow giving Jasmine this ki- this type of hope that is not applicable. Na. That's how I felt about that that particular scene. I feel like Eris is still on the same wavelength um, of, of him. Just you know, he's just he's honestly he's just going through the days to get to the end of the eight weeks. He's not going to say yes to her at the end, and they're not going to stay married. And then when they were in their apartment, they had to, um, they were cooking one night. They were making a HelloFresh meal. Oh, HelloFresh, if you want to sponsor us, we're available. Mm-hmm. RRD will be our code. Let us know. So they were making a HelloFresh meal. And um, basically, Aris, like, Aris was like, the reason why he, he was like, you know, Dr. Kell told me, you know, you got to realize like she may not be attracted to you. She may have wanted a taller man. I was like, well, at least he knows. I have said that. <laughs> That's six four confidence, and he's standing five seven. Amazes me, but but that um, comment isn't so. Just I'm sorry, just to, but that comment isn't true because she clearly said that she was attracted to him in from the beginning. No, Doctor, I mean Pastor Cal was telling him, you don't know how she's gonna feel on the other end. She could maybe she looks at you and she wants somebody short. He was trying to before the process. Not like short, tall. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to get him to understand, like in the same way that she, we would want her to be open, because there are things about you that could not be. You have to be open. Right. He has not taken that advice. So he basically told Jasmine that's why he clapped for her, cheered for her when she came down the aisle. And she was like, so you basically lied when I was coming down the aisle. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And he was basically like, well, Dr. Cal told me to in case, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then she, she asked him like three times to give him a chance to kind of like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? And, and he, it wasn't like he was, he was being honest, but my goodness, Paris, I mean, goodness. And so she was like, so you're saying that you, when I walked in the aisle, you basically was faking it or lying when I came down the aisle. And he was kind of like, well, what else was I supposed to do? <laughs> I want Jasmine and Aris to each exit. I want one to go stage left and one to go stage right. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And that was, so that was, that was basically what happened with them. And I'm to the point where I just want, like I just said, I want each of them to go ahead and exit. And even when she was talking to the girls, she started crying. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm just at my breaking point. Yeah, she was. Um, I agree that, you know, they definitely are not, I've been saying since the beginning, they're not going to be together. Um, mm-hmm. I, she, so to me, I think she should have been a, a, a lot more honest with Dr. Pia because she, she knows she didn't open up. Like, you know, I would have said, you know, mm-hmm. I was open up until a certain, until I'm, I'm constantly being told that I'm not who he would pick. I'm not attractive and all these things that he wants to pick apart from me. So there's not no intimacy. There's not a friendship. There's not anything here. And as mm-hmm. a matter of fact, I like to go ahead and dissolve. Like that's, that's what I wanted her to do. We're going to be honest about this thing. Cause you know, it couldn't have been me. I'd, I'd have been honest about it. I gave not it dissolve. a try. <laughs> dissolve it. <laughs> Done. The dissolution of marriage. It's over. Come on. Dissolution. <laughs> do not let me have to get Eric Mays in this, okay? <laughs> For an order. <laughs> if y'all don't know who Eric Mays is, y'all need to check him out. If you, are not at Eric, if you are not getting Eric Mays t- clips on TikTok, I am so sorry for you. He's when hilarious. I tell you that, I want somebody to get Eric Mays to run for president, I need <laughs> in the White House. We need him, but... I wanted her to be a little bit, I wanted her to become 100% honest, just as, as she was vulnerable with those women. And it's not a vulnerability, like, because you don't, I don't want him to see me cry. I don't want, no, I want you to understand exactly what you have done. Um, You have not made me feel comfortable. I've not opened up. Not, you know, she said like, you know, I started to put up a block. No, I have a complete block up. I don't trust anything that you say. I do not believe that you're genuine. Now you want to start saying you want to have these conversations. But like she said, we can sit there for two hours. I think you're just asking me questions just to fill time, not to get to know me. So at this point, I'm saying, come on, dissolve. It's done. It's over with. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to keep pretending. I'm not going to get my feelings all upset about this. Mm-hmm. It was an experiment. We tried it. It's over. We're done. I'm not going to put any more effort because she's not putting any effort into it anymore. No. At this point, we can see that there's no more effort that's being put into the situation. And while Eris is trying to play like he is trying to be um, a participant in the experiment, two weeks left to go, he's really, you know, like he's just there literally for for the experiment itself so I, I feel like i did like though come on when he said he called her sister and she had let him she her sister was like uh-uh first of all it's your job to make her feel comfortable whether you're uncomfortable or not like you need to put some effort into it and that would be me like you're not gonna call me and talk to me about my sister and i already know what's been going on i'm gonna let i'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you some few things to help what? you out let me tell you something once Eric started talking to me the way he was talking to Eric, point of order <laughs> point of order i like the point of order i'm eric mazin the mess out of you i'm like yeah because, oh. like no Mm-mm. and just not so you know his her sister was basically you know letting him yeah, know like you you you've done some things that have not been optimal you know you've not made my sister feel comfortable you've not made her feel welcome and mm-hmm. you know quite frankly it was your it's your responsibility to do that mm-hmm. like I get you have your own feelings that you're trying to deal with but like mm-hmm. you have basically put yourself over her feelings it's always mm-hmm. been about what well, I'm just trying to you know maintain because I really don't find you attractive and then he did I don't know if you called it or peeped it or not he said well there was um other people that I wasn't initially attracted to but that attraction grew when did he say that he said that I don't know if he was saying it during a confession or like in I think it was like a confession 
I can forget the part because I wrote it down. I was like, that's interesting. Hold on. He said he said in the past there's been people that he was not he attracted said, to. In the past, there has grew. been people that he was not physically attracted to initially, but the attraction grew. So then what did really? you do to get past the physical attraction? Hmm, yeah. I'm I'm so I am now that statement, I am very surprised to hear. As so, as so was I. So was I. Because where was that when when this whole process was going? Where were you? Where were you? You know, you showed up with the same thing every week. You're not opening up. Okay, I get the first week. You might be a little bit, you know, I'm not really sure. Maybe mm -hmm. even week two, but by the third week, come on. You got to be talking a different story. Everybody you talked to, you had the same story. Even your friend was like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, Eris has been saying nothing. the same thing since we since the honeymoon. Jasmine is so right. He friends on her on the honeymoon. He did. Every single episode, Jasmine, um, Eris has been saying the same thing about jasmine i don't like her and she likes me so like i've been saying since the beginning we know that they're not going to make it hopefully no. next week they call it a quits hopefully she because she seemed like she was at her wits end as far with him you know not really paying her any attention like i'm not putting myself through this anymore so we're gonna go yeah, ahead and, and i want jasmine that. to call it i want jasmine mm -hmm. to call it absolutely i really I'm, I'm, do i agree i'm like jasmine come on just call it just be like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm good on Aris. I'm good on this. This is not he's this is not an experiment that he wanted to do. I don't think he came here necessarily for the experiment. I think he would have participated better. I think he would have shown up better if it was somebody that was his type. I'm out. Right. I'm out. And I also want to say, I I don't why would you tell her that the Pastor Cal told you to do all of these things part one? So I I only clap because he told me. Like, why would you say that? She's already in a position. Ooh, excuse me, calm down. She's already in the position of feeling like you don't like her. Now you are are, are confirming that. I never did. Because Eris wants to be subtle. He's trying to be camera conscious, I even can't. though he's a jerk. I can't. I can't and I won't. Is what she and he's trying said. to be cam he's trying to be camera conscious. Cause like, even like how he did it, like. She had to catch it and and ask him, which kind of made us be like, "Now, Eris." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he's it's like, like, "Well, what else did you want me to do?" Like, it's not even like he's he's not blatant. He's not the way that he does it, though. It's just I don't like it. He didn't have to say it. Period. I don't like it. Yeah, you could have kept it Correct. to yourself. You could have kept that to yourself. It, it just it didn't need to be said. So yeah. There, and I also don't like the fact that, like, at the end of the day, Eris, like, I understand that you have choices you have this this is that and the other but I, but like I also don't like at the end of the day that Jasmine is a beautiful woman and like you're literally in your own head right he has yet to formally acknowledge that and then say what he's going to do to get out of his way but mm -hmm. Eris is the problem 150 percent I agree at this point I agree yeah so, we're, so we we are uh, they don't we know they don't make it we already know that they don't, they don't make it and buy Eris I saw something um on the internet that said that he's already dating somebody. Not surprised. Not surprised. Sorry. I don't know. Allegedly. Let me say that. Not allegedly. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. Uh so we're on on to the next uh couple. I'm I'm gonna get them in and out the way. Gina and Clint. Gina and Clint. So <laughs> first of all, Clint was baffled. When Gina, attempted to, <laughs> when Gina attempted to tell Dr. Bia that he didn't have any swag, Clint said, I know you're not. <laughs> I'm like, baby, better than you done tried. I got plenty of swag. Um, Gina is still the problem for me. I think that the Clint is not growing with Gina because he's the only one moving forward. And so therefore... Anytime you're in that position where you're the only one, let me tell you something. This isn't any type of relationship, partnership, situation, ship, uh, marriage, ship. I know that ain't the word, but I'm just saying. Okay. Anytime you're the only one that's basically handling all the heavy lifting, no, it ain't going to work. And mm -hmm. Clint, I believe, is actually trying, even though Gina is not necessarily his type, the same way that apparently he's a ginger and not her type. I believe that he has tried. And I think that where he's at right now is, is like, I'm good. I'm not going to keep doing all of this. Like, basically, we're cool. 
and they had to in the um dr pia sent things to the house and they had to use those things to like become um, kind of draw closer to make them you know feel like intimate and things like that so she sent them like a box with like different things and like it was like a feather and a hairbrush and you know they're just like you know trying to see if they can just they were so corny not a spark in sight trying to spark up something and it was like two people that just had a box of unknowns and was like what did they just feel like and was just well look at that oh like you it was just literally like draft two friends talking but i think that clint and she's like um um, you should be, you're supposed to be doing this on me. I'm the one that's tired all day, from all day. And he was like, I'm tired too. I was sailing. I was like, <laughs> go ahead, Clint. Let her know. Cause she always, girl, you're in the salon. Enough. I mean, we've asked you several times. Stop it. But she was like, they were trying those things. Nothing was coming about it. And Clint basically was like, there's no type of um, physical attraction on either end. On either end. And then Dr. Pia, like Clint was willing to answer his questions. Mm-hmm. How about Dr. Pia had to get with Gina? Sure did. A little bit. Because <laughs> Gina's talking about, well, we are trying. And this is that and the other. And she was like, but you literally said that you're uncomfortable. So you haven't been trying. So how are you trying? <laughs> she said, how was that? <laughs> she's like, she's like, girl, it's the oxymoron. No, it's not. It's no such thing as organized chaos. What are you doing? So then, um, and then like she asked Clint a question. I forget the question she asked. And Gina was like, well, obviously he feels that way. And Dr. Pia said, well, let's let him answer. (laughs) Shut it up, Gina. Shut it up. Mm -mm. He was asking Clint. And Clint was like, you know, I forget the question. But Clint, like, replied with whatever. But Gina was getting very defensive, basically making it seem like she has been doing all these things. She is trying. She's trying to work towards intimacy. Girl, he, he is your roommate. You have given him your dog because you need to be at the salon. Let's just tell the truth. That's the only reason why you even care that he has that dog so that you, because you know, somebody's taking care of your dog while you're working. Mm-hmm. And you, you're treating him like a roommate and like a friend. You're not moving towards intimacy. You're not really diving in to really get to know him. And maybe we're not seeing it when the cameras are off, but the way that there's nothing natural that, that progresses between them. It's not even like natural. They don't even naturally hold hands. It's not even natural, like a natural shoulder rub or something. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a hug. Two roommates. I've not even seen them hug. Not Two hug. roommates. Not a. So. Speaking of hugs, remember when she asked Pia, Dr. Pia asked Jasmine, she was like, are y'all at least hugging? Yes. And she said, And nope. Eris was like, it's like I want to, but we've gone this long without it. Why would I try? Eris. And I wanted to say, so I've been saying it. I said it a couple of weeks back. They don't even he don't even hold hands when they're walking side by side. She got to put her arm around his in his arm, not even holding his hand. Who you talking about, Gina and Clint or Eris and Jeff? Both. Well, Gina and Clint ain't even walking side. They walk side by side. They not they not intermingling in no type of way. At least Jasmine and Eris, you know, she would put her hand around his arm yeah. or whatever. But it still was speaks to their level of intimacy as being zero. But um. The crazy thing was though, like at one point, Eris was kind of letting it down because he would like have his arm on her leg. He was like, I think he was faking it. I think he was forcing oh. himself. I think it was being it's forceful and because it wasn't comfortable. It's the worst it's thing. It's not flowing. We ain't got to force anything. Get mm. out of here. Mm. My God. My God today. All right. Um, what I will say about Gina Gina and Clint is two things I noticed. One. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how she assesses this taste for ginger head when Hank is sitting up here in ginger head from head to toe. Wait, you're not say that again. I'm not sure how she has a distaste for ginger heads when Hank is sitting up here from head to toe, ginger head. Hank is her dog. It doesn't matter. So you don't have a problem with Hank <laughs> being ginger head, but me. Because you saying Hank like that's her ex. <laughs> no, I'm saying Hank her dog. Hank her dog. Yeah. Hank, Hank her dog that has become mm-hmm. Clint's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that's going to be Hank's going to be hurt when Clint and Gina split up. Yeah. Because I see that dog around Clint more than I see that dog around Gina. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that dog, that dog has gravitated towards Clinton, um, towards Clint. He's not really Clint's a good guy. And he was, like you said, he was appalled, like, excuse me, I've been told I have super swag and all. Now, Clint, I've seen your outfits. I want to classify for me. I can see why Gina said you ain't really got the swag. But I Clint told y'all from the beginning. Is it also your personality and how you are? And I do think Clint has a little swag with that. Clint told y'all from the beginning he'd been in these streets. We're just talking about swag. He's like, <laughs> you don't know me. Listen, I've been had swag. He's like, do you know how many, do you not know how many people have told me how much swag I have? He did. And you sit here in my face. How dare you? On the old. Clint said, let's get the resume out. Cause I, as I told y'all from he the beginning, sure he said, check my, he said, Google me. Google me. Clint stood 10 toes down. What you talking about? I ain't got no swag. Did you? Clint was like, girl, is the salon fumes getting to you? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I know you lie. I was like, Clint? He was, yeah. It's just, I, now at this point, I just don't even feel, I don't even like, it's just their part comes on. I'm like, huh, let me, oh, I got to pay attention so I can say something. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, like, even when she was like, you know, I just don't want to. That just makes me. She's like, ew, it makes me uncomfortable. Ew, that makes you uncomfortable. Speaking no, about something intimate. No, it don't. With somebody you're supposed to be in a relationship with. It does. It's, it's the people. It's the. It's the people that be acting for me. I just. I can't. And and you're so you want to get into a marriage and act like intimacy is it? Ooh, ick, I can't. Girl, don't get married then. Like that is clearly a part of marriage. And be clear, if it was somebody that you were attracted to. You be kikiing and all types of all this other stuff. Like they just, it's so phony. Why are you acting like like you could be a private person, sure, but you acting like it's just not. I just, ugh, I'm so like basically acting like a prude. It's I'm not getting that. It's a lie, right? Because if it was somebody she was attracted to, and so Dr. Pia asked both of them, like you know, how you know how do how are they intimate with people, and they both were like, you know, well, it's it's easy when it's somebody I'm attracted to. Hello. You know, I, I, I've never really had to, Gina, I've never really had to think about that because everybody that, you know, I've been in a, involved with, I've been attracted to. So stop acting like, I just, ooh, I just, ooh, ooh shut up. <laughs> Stun you. You're <laughs> lying, because you're lying. I just, it's just uncomfortable. It's just, okay, are you, are, say the full sentence, is the cameras making you uncomfortable? Because everybody's not. Right out front talking like you know like ah, 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 that's my booing right. I'm happy about like even if she wasn't some people are just generally private but she was not she was talking like she had a general problem and I'm just like that's not that's not it say you're a private person say that you know the cameras are kind of like oh, I don't really want to dive into it in the cameras I feel like that's private between me and Clint talk like that but acting like it's just like oh oh it's just always something that's just ugh, towards me and then in the same breath being like any other time, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> I'm sure. Interesting. I'm sure, Gina, because that's a nat that's natural. Oh, she got on my nerves. She Very. always gets on my nerves, though. Nothing new. Go to the salon. I think she hangs out at the salon on purpose to, to let this experiment hurry up and go by. And I also think that when she gets defensive or she feels like they're kind of calling her out on something, she goes, she tries to go in on Clint. And that's what made her be like, like she always is like well he don't even be asking me questions well he don't even have swag well he don't even like she always tries to turn on him and go on him for what you're not doing let's go ahead and take accountability gingerhead well well as you guys know we can as you can tell they're not going to make it um <laughs> and I'll sleep on Gina. <laughs> it's very evident they're another couple who again i feel like should have just go ahead and dissolve like why are we waiting to decision say decision day to state the obvious and the obvious and she better not mckinley slid in her dms if she's responded to mckinley over clint okay gina who said that remember he said he slid in her mckinley said he slid in, he, sl he said i don't know why i thought i'd be thinking mckinley is a woman no, 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 no. <laughs> the name just throws me up i'm like no, i was no, like no, why did she show. do that <laughs> Mac. Well, they. I think. I think if they call him Mac. She, you know what? Sometimes 
sometimes it's what it is, right? People are not honest in these situations. They say that they're like open. We said that from before. And then sometimes they really meet and attract and become attracted to opposite people. Like if McKinley was more of her type, then I could see why she would be responding to a DM and wanting to talk to him and whatever, even though she wasn't matched with him. So people amaze me with their type then. If McKinley's more her type, I'm amazed. Not you. Because she talked as if she's used to dating members of the Backstreet Boys in their prime. Okay. Because I'm going to say not right now. Not right now. <laughs> like in their prime. Or she's used to like, you know, several Calvin Klein models that haven't worked out. I don't know what she, I don't know what these people be talking about. And huh? what land, I don't know what these people be talking about and what land they in. Correct. Because if they in this land and they seeing what we seeing. <laughs> if they in this land. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, what right. saying? in the land of the living. No, ma'am. No, sir. Mm-hmm. You're not being truthful. You're not being honest. So they are not going to make it. No. Not at all. Not at all. All right. We're going to get up and get into oh, our next right couple. Um... Let's do Shaq and Kirsten. Okay. Go ahead. You want me to start? Mm-hmm. I'll do the honors. Sat down, Kirsten. Sat down somewhere. <laughs> we done said this. This is a second week now saying this. This man is not your father. He's not going to act like your father. If I'm not sure if he knows his father has a communication, but that's who he's going to be like. His DNA and his genealogy comes from his biological father, not yours. Sat down somewhere and stop that. And then want to be baffled when he don't act like you think he should act. So I have to go to my notes on this one because I I was writing down. Okay. Because I was like, um, wow. Wow. Your notes wasn't sat down. No, (laughs) that was just a PSA. Sat down somewhere. (laughs) Got to sat down. I mean, sit down. Okay. (laughs) But I got to pull my notes up. Yeah. You said, I'm going to go to my notes on this one. I'm going to go to my notes on this one. Her definition of masculine is getting the job done. Want to see you take out a trash. Want to see you fix the tire. Want to see you do that's okay. Masculine. Hold on, you're saying that Kirsten said this. Kirsten's is her definition. Kirsten's okay. definition okay. of masculine. I'm sorry. Okay. Kirsten's definition of masculine was, was uh, one one is you know getting the job done. When asked if Shaq was masculine, she proceeded mm-hmm. to have a long pause, and then said yes. Hmm. I'm like, girl. That like and then cool. and then it always reverts back to my dad did X Y and Z. My dad. Yep. Yep. Again, stop comparing this guy, this man, your husband to your father. He we are of a different time than our fathers. Right? There our fathers of are right. of a different generation. And I'm not saying that this generation is any other, but they're just, it's just different. They're doing mm-hmm. a lot more things than our fathers were doing. So yes, mm-hmm. we, our father, we said, had two jobs, took care of the family. He was mm-hmm. all guys. Mm-hmm. My dad never had to, had to ask for anything. That's fine. That's your father. That's how he did his, raised his family. That may not be how Shaquille wants to do, how he wants to head his family. Let that man be the head. Hmm. And stop comparing. He said he felt like he has to prove himself. He's going to get tired. He is getting tired of having to prove to you he's a man. He can do what you want. And he can be everything that you think he can be. He's sick of being being compared to your daddy. He's sick of it. We'll take a five-minute recess. (laughs) I want order. <laughs> oh, that's an Eric Mays reference, oh y'all. Oh my God. Listen. <laughs> that's how it Go seems. Ahead. 
like Doctor P is asking them about intimacy, and she's and and then she gets shocked when she kill when she checks his answers that she don't be like. Well, he be like, we we struggle. Well, why why are you saying that? Because we do. There, yeah, we have our good times. We but we also have our, our um our bad times. It was interesting when production asked him, was he happy? What he said he was happy. He said happy is a stretch. Mm. The producers asked him that. Producers asked him, was he happy in this marriage? And he said, happy is a stretch. It's a you stretch. You know why? Because he's sick. Go ahead. I'm done. Because it's such a, I understand relationships, especially marriages, are work. But that's one thing. You work at it. And if you want it, you get up every day, you make a decision, you choose your spouse every day. Some days easier than others. The issue that Shaq is having is it is a daily struggle for him in the marriage. It is a struggle. And I don't know like who Kirsten is thinking that she is or thinking that or thinking what she's getting, but it's not it's not the most it's not realistic it's not realistic for the route that she took if you wanted to be that specific mm -hmm. and have a traditional you there wanted to be like the baby, mm -hmm. if you was if that's what you really wanted you should have never been on an experiment of getting married at first sight mm -hmm. because nine times out of ten you're gonna get somebody that is a little bit more modern and not necessarily like you said is doing things a little is doing things differently not going to be doing things exactly how your dad was doing them mm -hmm. the constant comparison like let's role reverse this if all Shaq did was compare you to his mother it would be you a would problem be annoyed you would be like I'm not your mom mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well it's the same thing Stop. Do you think he said that behind cameras? What? Said what? I'm not your father. Yeah, because Shaq is nasty. <laughs> Shaq. Shaquille is nasty. When she was FaceTiming him. Shaquille was fed up. <laughs> when she FaceTimed him and he was basically like, hey. <laughs> it was given. <laughs> today drained me. And by today, he mean Kirsten. Kirsten drains me. That's how he answered that FaceTime. Then she proceeded to say bye. He was like, all right, see you later. <laughs> Hung up the phone. She called him back. It was like, I was trying to blow you a kiss. He was like, I didn't know you were trying to blow me a kiss. Shaq <laughs> is over. And he was looking like, and it doesn't matter. Bye. <laughs> because he hung up when she did the same. Like, we hung up at the same point. I didn't know why she called him back to make that point. Um... Kirsten, well, cause pause I'm for a second. I would have called back too. Like I know you lying. <laughs> it, but like I don't. I I didn't feel like he hung up on her like as a problem. So like, why? Like I can see if like you're trying. He like blatantly hangs up. But like y'all y'all said bye and he hung up. The same thing happened the second time. <laughs> like verbatim you keep saying bye so he's hanging up and then you want to blow a kiss after he's like struggle hey, you struggle hey what would your daddy do because i am sick of it <laughs> i think that Shaq is getting tired i think that he has every right to be tired and i'm trying to figure out who Kristen is because i tell you what who she has presented herself to be is the real her. And Kirsten thinks that she is some princess that should be pampered and taken care of. And so she needs to go find a man that fits that narrative. Mm -hmm. She don't need to be on no television experiments. She know. needs to be intentional about who she's going after based off of the very high expectations that she has. Because Kirsten has some high expectations. And her expectations are she's a pampered princess. She wants to be a pampered princess who was taken care of. Agreed. And I think it comes from her relationship with her father. Yeah. And which which makes sense. Which is why you're you're constantly saying, like knowing what your dad did and knowing, like saying, even saying to the point of he didn't say um he loved us, but he showed us. 
like he, the words weren't mm-hmm. verbalized all the time or I don't know you know but but he but he showed us that's what she said mm-hmm. oh okay I didn't hear that part yeah okay did you watch the show because <laughs> at this point I've said two things I, know. I didn't hear that I'm like Kirsten said that huh she did she was like you know it wasn't but but that's uh, she said that's why it's important for me for your actions because <clears throat> I go by actions because words don't help whole weight which is uh in in her opinion which is fine but mm-hmm. like meet him halfway you're not even meeting him halfway you just keep having these and then she says well I think uh what's her name Pia Dr. Pia was saying in her life what if she he doesn't meet that particular expectation well there's other things that are important to me too so I mean if he, as long as he meets that we'll have a successful marriage but if you keep focusing on this one thing, sweetie, it's not going to be successful. Mm, we can't tell. The only thing you seem to want is to make sure that he is your dad. No. And she over it. And they did an experiment with rope. And she was like, Shaquille, I'm not going to do this. Shaquille, I'm not going to do this. She did say that she tends to want to be in control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a problem. And so with their experiment, he made her put on a blindfold. He made her walk her way over to the washer the washer speaking of washer do you hear mine going okay hopefully in the playback you don't hear it either but if y'all do i'm washing a little towels i can't so he um (laughs) so he made her go over to the what he while she was blindfolded blindfolded he basically like marco poloed her over to the washing machine to get to pull out the you know, the, whatever they had, the, the rope that was in there. And she was like, what are you doing with this rope? And so he like tied her up with it. And she was like, why are you tying me up with this rope? And he's like, see how like, you know, you're tied up. You don't have like, you know, you don't have like the freedom and the access and all of that. Like, so now you have to trust me. Like I have control of the rope. Mm-hmm. Like I can do stuff and you need to trust me. And she, and she was just like, you know, oh, okay. And it's just like, she, um, she doesn't trust him. I, so I was, I understood where the question came from. Cause remember last week I was like, I'm curious where this question was coming from. I will say that the question did not come from the basis of what I thought. So I would leave my thoughts to myself <laughs> but, because you know, it was um, Dr. Pia realizing that she feels like she has to be in control. She feels like she's going to be doing things and running things because she doesn't trust that Shaquille will do it. And she, the reason why she doesn't trust that Shaquille will handle it is because he's not handling it like her father. Right. And what she's looking for as it comes to her father is handling and taking care of everything and taking care of me. But Kirsten in no way, shape or form talks about ways that she can show up, even as a wife. Mm-hmm. She is always talking about what can be mm. done for her. And I will tell you, that is why Shaq is like, yeah, I'm good, I'm done. Because there is a level of, I don't know if she realizes that she's displaying it, and I'm not trying to, you know, come at her per se, but there is a level of selfishness and that I recognize it. That that I believe is sincerely turning Shaq off. Right. And that's why he's hanging up the FaceTimes like, see you. <laughs> Which the reason why they were on FaceTime is because Shaq had a, um some type of event for his job that he had to go to Memphis for. And he thought that Kirsten was coming with him. And she was like, actually, I'm just going to stay home and hang out with her friends, blah, 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 whatever. And he was like, why? He was like, we talked about this. Why are you making plans to be out with your friends when you were supposed to be coming and supporting me at this event that I have to do? But then I watched the after show. I was going to say, did you see the after show? I did. And Kirsten was like, first of all, he never even, I'd be so confused with the after show though. Because I'm like, what? It'd be so opposite of what just happened. The question, I'm sick of the question. Stop. Didn't nobody ask all that question. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. My nerves. but Kirsten basically said in the after show like he didn't invite me to come with him to the function he mentioned that he had the function I kind of invited myself and said maybe I would come and he told me well yeah you got friends out there you could come <laughs> so it was just like he was basically like matter of fact about it how was I supposed to know that it was something that he was looking forward to me coming when I had to invite myself and he was matter of fact about me coming now that is a whole different scenario Shaq and what you was up there with them producers. And, and I don't even understand why she didn't even bring that up. Because then that's, he talked about that. I, I, no, but I think that's what that's what somebody had commented on one of our videos. When she was like, if 
Mac had did all of that with Dominique. If Mac did all of that before Dr. Cal walked in, why didn't you say to him, say all the stuff, say all the stuff to Dr. Cal that you was just saying? Like, why are they not calling them out in the moment? It couldn't that, be me because you know I'm gonna call you out. That be the thing, and that's why they say that they're altering the truth because it don't be two and two don't be adding up. Sure He's don't. making it seem like because he was like, why do I? He was like, I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna keep telling you, Kirsten. Like if I if I say I want you to come, then you need to come. Why do I have to keep telling you that I want you to show up for me or be there for me, blah blah blah, whatever? And at that moment, Kirsten, you should say to him, "You never even told me from the beginning, Shaq." Right. I was the one that invited myself. So how in the world do you expect me to interpret that? This is how the conversation went. The same way she told us on the after show. This is how the conversation went. Now how now how do you expect me to interpret that? And I would like to, since we're talking about the after show, I would like to add that she said that um, when she called him one time, she had groceries that were heavy and she called him and said she was outside and he Ooh, was working yeah. out. So she didn't want to bother him. She called, no, she called him and said she was outside and he said, well, I'm working out right now. And she left it alone. I wouldn't have. I would have said, get off the treadmill or whatever it is that you're doing and come get these groceries. Now, I now you want to call, I don't categorize that as not masculine. I said that's pure laziness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to say you're not masculine because of it. I'm going to say I you were said, being selfish in that moment. I always bag cold and frozen foods together anyway. So I would have took those two bags and been like, the rest is out there when you're done working out. Exactly. Exactly. You can get out there and get them when you're ready. Since you on a stair stepper or whatever it is that you're doing, when you step your way right onto the garage and get what you need to get. Because let's be clear. Shaq is also very consumed with himself as well. Ma'am, he is. And what he, has and what he has going on and him feeling like that's precedence and priority all the time. That's why they keep clashing. That is why, because he always wants somebody there to support him and sit up on, underneath of his chin. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> what? He wants somebody sit, to sit where? Sit underneath of his chin. <laughs> I just want support. I don't feel supported. So you want he me to come out to where... Sit up his chin. I don't know where that came from. Underneath his chin, sis. Right chair. He wants somebody right here. So he can feel supported. I'm not going to be part of your beard sitting underneath your chin. I'm not doing that. If I come to an, yeah. uh, you know, a, a thing like, cause you're always, he it seems like you're always traveling for your job. Great for you. Mm -hmm. Good. She has a career. You have a career. If I have mm -hmm. time to come out there and see you, I'll support you in that. But me, I don't feel that there's a lack of support because I don't come out there to see you do your thing. You already had yeah. me on the honeymoon where we were supposed to be on the honeymoon, being somewhere else different, supporting you when they I were didn't back really in knew again. Let's not forget that. So, oh, I'm a little hostile on this thing. But listen, I'm not hostile, folks. I'm just passionate about this because this is foolishness. I've been watching and it's just been pure foolishness at this point. And My everybody needs to have several seats. Mm. And while I understand that you don't want to keep proving to her and shouldn't have to keep proving to her, you also have to open up your eyes and recognize too. Like I said, we're not sitting, she's not going to sit on your chin and encourage you. <laughs> I've never heard of somebody being on somebody's chin, up under their chin. <laughs> like if you nuzzling, cuddling. But either way, that's not, you know, that's not, that's not the only way she can so show support mm -hmm. by you mm -hmm. going and me saying, Hey, listen, and me checking in. Like I liked, and they said, you know, I could have checked. She's like, I could have checked in or we could have set time up, you know, scheduled time prior to you going out to say, these are the times that we'll talk mm -hmm. and get together. Cause I know your schedule is very busy. Th those are the things that's how you work on. It, and that's how you support one another. So I do like that. Yeah. Because if you're so busy, Shaq, then maybe you shouldn't have signed up for the experiment either. Mm-mm. Well, and I bring yet another word from behind <laughs> the ear. Come on, because I just feel like <clears throat> that's and I said this last week, Shaquille, you have to know how to put on the role and put on the hat of husband in addition to everything that you're doing. And everything can't be you sleeping and falling all over the couch because you're just so exhausted and tired. <laughs> you have to, baby, you have to show up. And you can't be doing all of that. And the only time you want to show up is when it's time to rope me up and be intimate, my dude. 
put the rope up, get it out the washing machine, and you're going to get out my face. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it has, the like, you, like, there's there's levels to this, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and I understand being busy and having work and this and that and the other. So then you have to become intentional about your schedule. Mm-hmm. Because word. I am your wife. Because Keep I need word. you to show up. Mm-hmm. And I don't need you shoving strawberries and whipped cream down my throat and choking me. All this. I need you to show up emotionally and check in on me. See how I'm doing. I need when I'm blowing a kiss, you not to be hanging up. Blow one back. Or Make at least I need when I'm calling you for you to not seem like you're annoyed that I'm calling you. Like, bro, there's we got to figure out how to <laughs> balance how to level, this out. They have to figure out how to level this thing out. I still think in the midst of it all, I still think that Shaq and Kirsten can make it, but they have to figure out how to level how to level it out. They have to level themselves out, their expectations of each other, and then like how involved with themselves that they're in. They have to somehow level that. Yeah, I still don't see them making it. <laughs> At all? I mean, they may say yes on decision day, but once they after that, they ain't gonna be together. Once them cameras go away. They're not gonna be together. Yeah. No. Well, because Shaq over there, like, just give me a reason. <laughs> a reason. But I think that yes, I do think that they are gonna say yes on decision day, though. I think that they're gonna keep trying. I just don't know if they're going to how far, how they're, far they're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. But I do think that they're yeah. I they have the they just have the potential to me. They do. I'm rooting for you, Kirsten and Shaq, but I could see where. A lot of work needs to be done. I also see how ashy my hands are. I didn't know that. I can't. On to the uh, last. Did you see? And this is a burn. This is a burn. Couple. Our last couple. <laughs> that. A burn that, that, let's say, accountability. Who's responsible for? I, I don't know. Why are we talking about the last couple? My sister. I'm not responsible for no burn on your hand. On my finger. First of all. On your finger? Yeah. How so? When we were younger, we were attending a wedding. I asked my sister to help me curl my hair. She said no. And I was trying to do it and I couldn't really get in the back. And the whole curling iron, like, literally seared my finger. Same sister that told you not to step up on the dresser to reach the TV when listening and it fell on you? You think I got time to pay attention to you? You think I got time to No. I have blood coming out my head. When I tell you to stop. And you turned around and went to sleep. You don't listen. No, I just, I didn't want nobody knew I knew what happened. Mm. So I pretended. <laughs> and oh, this God. sister, I can't even, I can't even get, we got, we'll have, we'll have shows outside of Married at First Sight and I'll discuss to y'all some of my trauma. <laughs> but this Ashy Burn is one of them. It ain't from me. So on to the next and last and final couple that we are reviewing mm-hmm. for tonight that is chris and nicole listen we don't have much to say about them they would pretty much do the same thing over and over every episode um so they're talking to dr pia and letting them know basically we have a great intimacy you know intimacy we've um you know established in the beginning we weren't gonna sleep mm-hmm. together but then we finally came together we were both comfortable so we don't need no help in that area then all of a sudden nicole has a discovery because she adds, you know, that she has all of these issues that she never really addressed because of things that happened in her past, which is not really a discovery. I mean, bro, we've been knowing that since the beginning. You've been talking about it. And, I and I'm not trying to downplay anything that she's been through by any means. I'm just saying we have seen it time and time again, but I've seen a comment on um um Instagram like Mary First Sight. Somebody said, she's so busy writing notes, you need to pay attention to your <laughs> Stay out of other people's business and work on your own. And I agree. Go ahead. I think that's that. That's, that's what's mind-boggling to me. <laughs> Nicole shows up to group functions as if she's having the best experience and she is one of the therapists for the experience as well. <laughs> Every, Every time. She time. Shows up. Then she sits down and she's like, I'm just really messed up. <laughs> Nicole. So that leads me to ask, is Nicole giving us her trauma for attention because she's often an attention seeker? Hmm. I'm, I didn't think of that. After this episode, I was like, <laughs> the way she turns it on and off, it's like, 
I did and find she, it odd when she was sitting there with the group. And she was like, so like, there could be more. You could be going deeper. You could be, but you're not. And I'm like, but when she has to present her, she's kind of like, I discovered some stuff and um, about myself. <laughs> okay. I believe that Nicole has done work. I believe that she is aware of certain things. I am truly just, I want to question is she giving us these moments for attention? Could be. But Dr. P did call her out one, keep um, talk down in herself. She was like, stop it. So she was like, yeah, I know it's me. I'm messed up. I know I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not no good. Or I'm not. She didn't say these words, but like all of the things, like all of a sudden it's like you're positive one minute, like you said, and the next minute it's like, I don't. So that leads me to believe she has not done the work. She has done, she may have done some work, but she hasn't done a lot. If she has, she may have thought she'd done a lot, but she still, still has a lot more to go. I mean, which we all do, but like, stop being on the experiment, trying to give to everybody else. When you need what you're giving out, you need to take for yourself. I really have deemed Nicole as needing one of those people that just needs a lot of attention Thus, that is a lot of work. And I wish, I want Chris to think about that. Right. She requires a lot. And constantly, so, constantly saying that Chris is being nice and he's just, you know, I'm wondering if it's. What did she say to the girls? Cause she was like, he'll be like, he'll be like, when you're ready, you know, we could talk about it. She's like, honestly, don't, don't make me talk about it. She was like, don't add, don't, don't, don't tell me when I'm ready. Make me talk about it. That's not his job. You, girl, is it, how old is she? <laughs> In her thirties, early thirties. Nobody's twisting, nobody's twisting your arm, Nicole. She, she requires a, a lot. lot. She does require she a lot. She needs a lot of attention and she requires, the more these episodes have gone on, the more I have realized Nicole requires a lot. Mm-hmm. And if I was Chris, a little bit more than I have the capacity to give because it's a lot. I mean, even like we said last week, what'd you think about this? What'd you think about that? And it, she's looking for you to appease her right. because if you weren't happy about it, that's going to go down into a spiral into a whole nother discussion. Mm-hmm. She requires a lot. And after this, when she sat down with Dr. P, it was like, I'm just realizing so much stuff. Mm-mm. no girl she wants some attention and she requiring too much for me she requiring too much for me as a viewer I can't and she does want attention and I don't and I don't see the balance I don't see the balance in the relationship every time they sit down every, it's about you they watch the wedding video you couldn't talk about do nothing but talk about Jamaica <laughs> how it was it's never about but then when you get with the group you want to talk about yeah he's too nice and he got to ask me who what who in their right mind it's the right and way for I somebody almost, not to almost, i literally almost hate saying this because it sounds bad for me to even today say this but i want him to be like not so nice you know <laughs> and it doesn't make sense so the nice thing to do is when somebody's upset and clearly visibly upset is to say when you're ready let mm. me talk about it unless you're a person that's while you're upset you want to talk about it but that's a part of getting to know each other. But mm-hmm. out of respect for you, he's too nice because he says to you, you want him to force you to talk? Girl, no. Mm-hmm. We're adults. And if in that moment you're ready to talk, you can tell him, I don't need a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to talk now. I'm sure he'll stay and listen to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. But this- Nicole's a problem. She has, after this episode, she turned into a problem for me. <laughs> and I honestly... We're at episode 14, and I mean, if you go back and watch the beginning of these reviews, I've been gung-ho, and I now feel like Chris should walk away. Mm. I do, because I think that what she requires is too much, and she has to get a place where she's not requiring that much. Yeah. And when she gets to that place, I think that she'll show up, you know, even better, because I think she shows up great. She does good. She does. She's very, you know, poised. And like we said, she shows up as a therapist for the others. So she has a lot, she passes notes under doors. And so she, she has something there. Um, but either she has a certain time to, to complete the work 
and show up being a little less attention, a little less needy, or you need to figure figure that out, or give some, or find somebody that has the capacity to pour into what's an empty cup. But the issue is, is that you you have to pour into Nicole a lot. Like I can literally see her being the type that like is texting you all day, every day. Like you know, you didn't see my um my TikTok, girl. I'm working. Like she like every every little thing, and it's too much. If he has not ignored you for two days straight, then it's not a problem. But if she gets ignored for two minutes, I believe it's a problem. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen it. He hasn't spoke about it. So he he continues to say yeah. the relationship is great on his end. And, you know, he Chris. wants to be there. And he's a, and he, but something he said too, he was a people pleaser. He said on the after show, he was like, you know, well, they said that somebody wrote in and said, why does it seem like, Nicole's the one that always has to be poured into mm-hmm. and then and he was so like you know, and his response was Chris's response or they were like well every time y'all get together it's like Nicole's you know Nicole having all of this that she needs a, they ain't say this but basically I say that she needs more attention mm-hmm. and he was like you know relationships have ties and there'll come a turn time where maybe I'll have to be the one that requires the attention and I will say Chris required too much attention for them dogs no when chris was acting like somebody deep and near to him passed away and he it was because the dogs couldn't come on the show yeah but he hadn't acted like that since yeah he, he has not acted like that since now that but that that in and of itself was a lot and she but was there for him like since, but she she requires a lot and i'm saying if you do not have the capacity speak up now I think he does have the capacity. I just think that um, she, like I said, there needs, needs to come a balance. I still think that they're uh, they're going to make it. I think if she continues to do the work and, and really does the work and focuses on herself, like she said she was going to do, I'm going to start focusing on myself. So that means when we see you show up in group exercises and group outings, you shouldn't be in everybody's business. We're going to see how true you're going to stick to your word as far as showing up for yourself. Because showing up for yourself means that you really don't have energy or time for anybody else's, excuse me, anybody else's stuff because I'm busy working. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think that they can, if they if they stick to that, they, they mm-hmm. can make it and be successful because like, like you just said, he was upset about them dogs, but she showed up for him in that. But then after that, we've just been hearing a bunch of, him showing up for her. Oh, especially I like dinosaurs. When experts, he especially he when no experts come in. He likes my quirky ways. He likes this and that. He don't say too much. And he doesn't. He seems like he's just more like he's a go with it type of guy. And which which is fine. But I think if there's not no true balance that comes into it, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I've decided that Chris should remove himself. <laughs> and that's after this last episode. Well, that's a wrap on all of the couples. We have two more weeks and then, then we're going to be at decision day. So we're going to see which couples actually make into decision decision day Ugh. and uh, stay together and say yes on decision day. We have a uh, insight. That's a who is not saying yes, because can't nobody hold water no more. Heiress hm, dating. Um, allegedly. 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 Right. Uh, so, but you know, you know, Thank y'all for hanging in there with us. Listen. Have you watched Love is Blind, the new one? No. Okay, please watch it. Let me say this um, about the new Love is Blind. Specifically about oh, what is the boy's name? Brett. Brett? I want to say Brent, but I think it's Brett. There is hope. And I think her name is Brittany. I think they're Brett and Brittany. Let me just say this. Watch it and there is hope. And we will need to discuss. We will need to discuss it. The other thing is, is that since we're coming up on the end of Married at First Sight, I wanted to just encourage you that are watching to please comment um, some fun things that we can cover on yes. topics. What are you doing? Please. <laughs> <laughs> you like my please face? Please. What's concerning? <laughs> no, that means like, let us know. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, let us know some things that we can cover. Again, relax, like we talked about. 
on several episodes, even the beginning of this episode, Relax, Relate, Debrief, is really meant to just be a fun show that is just that, Relax, Relate, Debrief. We just keep keying, giving opinions, talking, laughing, but we would love to hear other people's opinions. It's always good to hear different perspectives for people telling us like, you know, like you could be Team Nicole, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me know, but I'm telling Chris, walk away. So um, let us know uh, definitely some topics that we can discuss, some other shows that you're watching, uh, things like that, just so that we can just um, kind of chime in. Other than that, we're going to start moving into just hot topics and things that are popular and going on in, you know, the, what is it? I don't want to say the fictional world. World today. Like, 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 you know, the world today, the Twitter world, the social media world, all of that stuff, just for fun, all in, all in fun and all in love conversation. But we would love to hear some of your advice, your questions, things like that. So please do not hesitate to share that with us after you have subscribed that was gonna say make sure you subscribe once you subscribe please have at it we're excited we would love to answer questions and all of that after you subscribe and after you let us know what you would what topics you would like to hear about make sure that you also are sharing the channel share with your friends and family so that we can help relax relate debrief grow you can follow us on all of our social medias i'm jackie at living learning lifestyle on instagram and tiktok i am Nikki D 81 at Instagram. And we do insert our handle so that you know the proper spelling and you can get to following. So we are super excited to continue this journey. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you all next week. Bye. 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 And my hair going to be done. Mm-hmm.